Editor-in-Chief of The Athletic Toronto, James Myrtle. James, how's it going, man? I'm good. Travis was just the uh, the opening act there, so uh, <laughs> we're we're going to bring the heat here in yes. the, the middle the middle portion of the show. There you go. There you go. Yeah, the the, the warm up, right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. So let's let's get to the Maple Leafs here, James. And boy, uh, when you talk about just from an entertainment aspect, the unpredictable, high flying nature of this team, sensational. Now they came back down to earth a little bit the other day. What are your early takeaways? From this team, as as Coach Babcock descri- described the play, it's kind of fun, but it's dumb. Yeah, well, I can understand why a coach might feel that way about his team. You know, the, you're right. The Leafs are, are hugely entertaining. They're, they might be the most exciting team to watch in the league, which is the first time I can say that, I think, since I've covered the team right. in the last 10 years. I mean, they're just... And the dumb part that Babcock talks about is when they give it back in the defensive zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that my early takeaways from what I've seen so far from the Leafs is they're probably going to lead the NHL in goal scoring, and it's going to be a battle all year to try and fix what's happening at the other end of the ice. And, you know, if you want to talk about red flags, I mean, Freddie Anderson hasn't been great. Right. Um, the blue line hasn't been fantastic. But, you know what, overall, as a team, they're third in the NHL and in possession. You know, they are controlling a lot of games. The way they dominated Chicago earlier in the week was really, really impressive. I think, for the most part, indications are good that this team is going to take a step forward from last season. But, you know, you can still see that there there are some room room for improvement in some areas there. Right, and I think with Freddie Anderson, too, James, it'll be interesting to track in year two because he had that bad start Last season with a new team and all that, I wonder if, if we'll start to see a bit of a pattern, slow starter, but then come on strong like he did a year ago. At the same point, though, th- this defense has to be able to help him out. He can't be getting peppered the way he's been. Yeah, I mean, his numbers are not good early on, but if you look at things like expected save percentage in terms of the quality of shots that he's facing, it's also really, really high. Yeah. You know, the degree of difficulty that he's having to put up with is it's substantial. So, I mean, I... The Leafs are an interestingly built team in that they probably have the best forward cast in the league, and then they have a below-average defense and goaltending. I think the jury is still out mm-hmm. on, on what they've got there. So, you know, they're going to either need the defense or the goaltending to substantially improve for them. Now, James, Saturday, the Maple Leafs have a chance to snap their 14-game losing streak versus the Canadians in Montreal. Uh, the Habs start to the year 1-3. in three. If we look at the Atlantic Division here and with the Habs, uh, obviously not not really an overwhelming crew there. Are they just kind of continuing to peter off a little bit like they did last year? It seems like each year they just get a little bit less interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I didn't like the offseason that they had. I mean, you lose Radulov, you bring in Duran. You know, you're asking Duran to play center. He doesn't look particularly comfortable playing there. Um, Shea Weber's another year older, another year slower. But, you know, only four games in, you look at what's happened with them. I mean, most of the reason they're not scoring, their shooting percentage is incredibly low. You know, I think that they're not this bad, basically. I mean, I think the the Habs are at least an average team. And, you know, they're still going to be a tough team for the Leafs to handle for sure. Um, Of course, they're going to need Carey Price. They're going to have to lean on him. But, you know, I I don't think that anyone should expect that the Habs aren't going to be able to score all season or that they're going to be losing as many games as they have been all season. I, their underlying numbers are really, really good. I mean, I talked about the Leafs having being a good possession team. They're third in the league. The Habs are second right now. I mean, it's it's awfully early to be looking at this stuff, but 
and you look at scoring chances, the, the Canadians are generating a lot of those too. So I think we're just dealing with um, really early season numbers here as opposed to anything where we should say Montreal's in for a really poor season here. Right, and, and what's sustainable and what's not. Uh, one jump back to the Maple Leafs real quick here, James. Looking at their scoring, and you mentioned one of the most exciting forward crews in the NHL, if not the most, does that make them slump-proof in the sense that, you know, if you have just a couple guys that you lean on and they get cold, then it's tougher to overcome. But because of that depth, does it, does it make them more, more able to overcome if, if, let's say, Matthews goes on a drought? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we saw that a little bit last year where yeah. Matthews was having trouble, having trouble scoring and they had the three lines that could come in. And I, I think so. And the other thing that it, it ensures, too, I mean, I just look at you got Connor Brown on the fourth line and he's been so fantastic. He's been one of their best players through the first four or five games here. So, you know, I, I just if someone does slump, if someone is in a funk, you've got players that you can mix in and then you've got a Josh Levo and you know they've given them some themselves some real options with the depth that the organization has so that even if you do have a player or two in in a slump you can just change who's getting the ice time based mm-hmm. on who's hot at that time so yeah no I think you're right I, I mean I think they, they're the deepest team and it helps them in a lot of different ways in conversation with James Myrtle editor-in-chief of the Athletic Toronto on Twitter at Myrtle. So stick to the Atlantic here with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Many people saying they were the favorites in the division. You have Nikita Kucherov, who's been leading the way in Tampa. How do you think, for, for Kucherov specifically, how do you think his season ends up goals and, and points-wise? Is he getting enough credit? No, he doesn't get enough credit. He's never gotten enough credit there, and he's been kind of overshadowed by Steven Stamkos. But, you know, Kucherov is kind of the superstar that, that, that people think Steven Stamkos is, if mm. that makes sense. You know, Kucherov's playing about 21 minutes a night. He's driving the bus for that team. I mean, he's he's their superstar, and you look at some of the moves that he's making, he's very emblematic of, of kind of the speed and skill and the way that the game is going. And if power plays are going to be high, you know, Kucherov could have a career year. I I can easily see him being a guy that's going to be around where, you know, other top players in the division are, Jack Eichel, Austin Matthews. Kucherov's going to be a 40-goal, 80-point guy. Right? There's no doubt in my mind, especially when you look at, at how much ice time he's getting down in Tampa right now. James, one more before we wrap it up. Let's go out west. The Colorado Avalanche, they have they seem to always kind of circle around the analytics world, right, as far as uh, either predictables or, or overcoming the odds or, or whatever. But coming off of their worst season in Colorado history, have looked decent through the first few games, and we throw out that early factor, of course, again. What are we, what are we looking at, do you think, in 2017-18 in out of this Avalanche crew? The early returns are really, really good for them. Yeah. I mean, they turned over the roster a lot. I was just looking at it this morning. I mean, they've got 16 guys that are 26 and under, and, you know, they've got some reclamation projects that they brought in. Uh, they claim Patrick Nemeth off waivers from Dallas, and he's been playing in their top four on D. Um, it's a lot of young guys, a lot of guys that don't have big names, and you mix them in with Nathan McKinnon and, and Matt Duchesne and, and and Semyon Varlamov has been fantastic in goal. I mean, that game last night against Anaheim, they just completely dominated. The shots were something like 40 to 18 for the Avalanche. You know, that's a complete opposite of what was happening to them last year. So, you know, kudos to the coaching staff there and kudos to management for really overhauling their roster. It's early, but, I mean, there's no way. They're already 4-1. and one. There's no way they're going to be a 48-point team again. And, no. you know, I think that there's there's enough skill there that they can turn it around rather quickly. So it, it'll be interesting. I mean, they're... 
they're one of the youngest teams in the league, if not the youngest, and they, they turned it over really, really fast. Um, that seems to be increasingly becoming the model around the league. You look at what the Leafs did last year in getting really, really young. The Devils this year are off to a great start, and they're extremely young. You know, maybe that's what we're going to see more and more of is that it, rosters are going to be made up of 25 and under players um, increasingly hmm. around the league. James, great stuff as always. What are you working on at The Athletic? And if people don't, they know by now, but if they don't, of course, how can they sign up and uh, subscribe to The Athletic Toronto? Yeah, uh, people should check it out. Uh, we're across Canada right now. We've got Pierre Lebrun writing for us. We've got Eric Duhatchik writing for us. Craig Custins down in the U.S. Um, we're basically uh, a new sports section. If you haven't seen it yet, it's at theathletic.com. We do a lot of hockey coverage. Uh, we get into a lot of analytical kind of coverage. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's uh, we're trying to be like a, a fresh take on, on the sports page. Mm-hmm. Since the newspapers aren't covering sports as much as they used to, we're trying to, to fill that void right now. And doing a great job, as always, my friend. Thank you so much. We'll do it again soon. Okay. Thanks, Andy. All right. James Myrtle, editor-in-chief of The Athletic Toronto. Check him out on Twitter, at Myrtle. Of course, if you're not subscribed already, go get yourself The Athletic Toronto, folks. Go get it.